This is the last take presented to you by Charlie, Dylan, and Anthony. Say Mark is at the Nebraska-Wisconsin game, so he can't join us. So instead, Blake is back again with us. What up? And say thank you for coming. Uh, Bowl Mania. So we got a lot of games to cover to get over and Heisman candidates. So let's get straight into it. <laughs> So we got a lot of games to cover over, but first we're going to go over our Heisman winner because the finalists have been announced. USC quarterback Caleb Williams, TCU quarterback Max Duggan, Ohio State quarterback CJ Strout, and Georgia quarterback Stinson Bennett are your four finalists. I feel like the Heisman isn't very good this year. I mean, there's one clear favorite, but Blake, you're going to be the guest. What are your thoughts on who is your Heisman winner? All right, I know everyone is probably going to think I'm going to jump on the Max Duggan bandwagon, which I have been doing all season. I do think Caleb Williams will get it. I mean, he just has the stats right now, and I think that he is a clear favorite. Although I do want to bring up one thing, though, that I think might come into factor is that the tweet that Caleb Williams sent out about uh, quote-tweeting Robert Griffin III, because um, Robert Griffin III has been huge support of Max Duggan throughout the his entire college career and especially now and he tweeted out a video about the press conference you know Max Duggan showing his heart and you know being emotional during that press conference and Caleb Williams uh, quote tweeted and said lol he deleted it and I just think that there are some antics of Caleb Williams that go against the Heisman brand if you think of a Heisman player and if you think about those like Nissan videos I think Max Duggan fits into those type of people but I think it's Caleb Williams is to lose I do think this will put an indent into it but it's not going to change my pick. I think it's going to be Caleb Williams that gets it. Yeah, I agree. That's actually something I hadn't really thought about. Uh, I didn't know that that tweet actually came out. I didn't see mm-hmm. that. Um, but, you know, Max Duggan's going to the college football playoff, and Caleb Williams isn't. So, mm-hmm. you know, he'll have he'll have his chance here going up against a good Michigan team. But, yeah, I think kind of like what you said, Caleb Williams just – I don't really think his performance against Utah did too much to, you know – have someone else come into the conversation Max Duggan maybe uh, if he had this we were saying if he had this insane performance the next day but you know they lost the game he played well but Mm -hmm. it just wasn't anything really to change a lot of people's minds I would think that uh, last weekend say 363 yards and three touchdowns in the loss against Utah and only one interception so yeah I, I just don't think that's enough for somebody to jump him there um I still think that if Hendon Hooker was healthy, he would win the Heisman. He was my front runner for the uh, majority of the season. Unfortunate injury, though, against South Carolina. So, uh, and same thing kind of with Blake Corum. Neither one uh, is going to New York. So, you got the four finalists there. But I think right now, I, I think right now, Caleb Williams has to be uh, a lot of, I think a lot of people think he's going to win it still. So, he's my pick. Okay. Yeah, I kind of agree with that too. Caleb Williams is obviously my pick. Just based off what you guys said too, like, I mean, that's just, he's just played good all year. He was kind of like a dark horse for a while. He was under the radar, and then the UCLA game was was his, I guess, quote unquote, coming out game. So, and he just became the front runner at that point because Hennon Hooker went down, Blake Corum went down. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it just the the Red Sea opened for him, and he's been the favorite since and. I'll give it to Max Duggan. His effort to keep that TCU team in that yep. game was very in, in, not inspir I guess inspirational. I guess because he played his heart out. That one drive, like what ninety yards, he ninety five yards, ninety five yards on the ground. Yep. 
Yeah, on an 84 yard drive too. Yeah, he had 95. I mean, I'll give it to him. He worked hard. That would, if they would have won the game, if they would have won the game and they would have gave Max Duggan a, a keeper to score, you yeah, know, he I, I think probably would have gotten that was his Heisman moment. Yeah, but since that didn't happen, it's unfortunate. But I'll give it to him. He he's probably gonna finish second. If he doesn't, um, the voters need a. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know because I can't Stroud see CJ Stroud yeah. being higher than him, especially the last few games CJ's played. Not that impressive, mm-hmm. but pressure gets to you, I guess. So, but yeah, Caleb Williams is my pick. Say so Caleb is my pick as well. CJ Stroud, you know, I feel he's kind of one of those players. He's played well, phenomenal throughout the whole year, but these last three games, you know, obviously the Michigan loss really hurt him there. The Maryland, the Maryland escape that they had a few weeks back, it just kind of sucks because he was, he was my favorite to win this award throughout the whole year until those last games a little bit. Max Duggan, uh, not gonna, I'm kind of surprised, but not really that he's on the list. Like what you were saying, Dylan and Blake too, he really put that heart out in that Big Twelve championship game. That that was the most watched in a decade. So. I was watching it back home, and, and I picked K-State. I'm glad I got that point. My only point over you, Dylan. But, you know, he's a good player. Uh, he's kind of flown under the radar. He wasn't on the radar for anybody, but with the way that he played this season was really good. Stenson Bennett just had to be on there because they needed another person, I feel, I feel yeah. like. And my thoughts on the— spot filler. Yeah, the, and my thoughts on the Heisman, at least this year and a few years back, is it's just given to the, be- the quarterback on the best team in the country and— I do agree with that. That could be why Stenson Bennett's on the list, I feel like. And this honestly could have been the college football playoffs if Ohio State would have been in Michigan. Yep. So, and if USC beat Utah. So, like, it kind of it kind of shows you there. But uh, Caleb Williams, no denying that he's a really good player. So, we're going to wrap this up. And we got a lot of games to go over. So, this is the college football pick'em. take so this is the final week of the or pickums so sad uh i won the regular season by two round of applause yeah. thank you i guess <laughs> it really doesn't matter now because we're about to do 43 games so we have the current standings going in i'm in first after conference championship weekend with 84 points anthony came in he, he gained once because he got k-state right he has 83 Charlie pulled ahead of Mark by one with 74, and Mark is in last again with 73. And Blake, I think your record's what? Blake has two scores of six and four and one of five and five. So, so. Hey, you know what? I'm not disappointed in that, okay? <laughs> Knowing that you're the only guest on the show <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah, but so, all right. So we're going to get head into the first one. Some of these we're going to be quicks because these games, honestly, they're just six and six teams. So the first one was be quick. Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl, Miami, Ohio, take on the UAB Blazers. Who you got, Charlie? I'm going to take UAB in this one. Um, I, I think I've actually picked them. They've been on the pick'em. I want to say once. once, yeah. And I think I picked them then. Uh, looks like both these teams are six and six uh, coming into this one, but I like the UAB Blazers here. I've been. I've always been a fan of some action. I'm going to go with Miami, Ohio. I am going to take UAB. Uh, I just be honest. I think I took a UAB earlier this year too, but honestly, I don't watch the, these football. I think Mac is probably the only one I've watched this year, non Power Five, and I guess 
American Athletic, but I'm just going to take UAB because I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Blake in this one. I'm going with Miami. Uh, UAB not looking too good in the last five games, losing three of them, and Miami playing in close games. And like like you said, both these teams six and six, and I'm just, <laughs> just I'm just trying to win the regular season or the postseason now. So Miami. All right. Duluth trading cure ball. Number 25, UTSA, 11-2 and two heading in, or going against number 24, Tro- Troy Trojans, 11-2 as well. So who you got, Charlie? Yeah, a good top 25 matchup here, first day. Uh, but I- I've been high on Troy all year, picked them every time, I think. They've been on the pick them, should have beat App State, and then I was really confident that they would win last week. So I'm going to take them again uh, in this one against UTSA. I completely agree with what you said there, Charlie. I'm going with Troy, too, because, I mean, I know they've been on the pick'em um, this year. I don't know if they've been on when I've on. I think they have been. I'm going to go with Troy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got the Conference USA uh, champion and the Sun Belt champion in this matchup. Very interesting for the good old Duluth trading Cure Bowl. Um, I'm just going to take Troy. Yeah, I'm just going to take Troy. <laughs> Troy's looking pretty good, like you mentioned, Sunbelt champion. UTSA looking very good as well, the CUSA conference champion. Troy's, both these teams, you know, you got UTSA having 486 versus 404. Troy, 374 versus 225. That's offense, defense. So both these offense could put up points, but also their defense can allow points. Uh, Both these teams riding pretty hot right now, but I'm going to go with the clean sweep on Troy. All right, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. This is uh, we can get into this a little bit, but Cincinnati and Louisville are facing off at Fenway Park. There's a very interesting situation going on with these two teams. So, go ahead, uh, Charlie. Yeah, Cincinnati, couple of close losses, but looks like Louisville is favored. Um, Louisville, it just just <laughs> let them talk. Just seven, seven and five. Yeah. Um, which I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know. I don't think Cincinnati, obviously, not at the level that they're at, they were at last year, but still nine and three. And then now Luke Fickle going over to uh, Wisconsin. They hired him there, so we'll see kind of how the team plays. Uh, but just because of that, I'm going to go with Louisville. I think that they're. Uh, I mean, seven and five. I haven't been high on the ACC at all this year, but something about about this one. I, I'm I'm, I'm going to take the uh, Louisville Cardinals here. And keep it short and sweet. I'm going the Bearcats, Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, the interesting situation going on with these two teams. The old Louisville coach, Mike Satterfield, is now the head coach of the Cincinnati Bearcats. Um, so we don't know who's going to be the coach on that sidelines because Louisville is hiring Jeff Brom from Purdue. So I don't know if he's going to be ready for that since Purdue has their own bowl game as well. So I'm going to take Cincinnati. Uh, I, I've i never been high on the ACC. Louisville did not look good against Kentucky. So, yeah, give me a, give me the Bearcats. I say Louisville is still a pretty dangerous team here, though. Uh, they are, but... But Cincinnati uh, losing to Tulane by three in, that, in their conference championship game, that could play a factor here. You know, ever since Luke Fickle was hi- hired at Wisconsin, players have been leaving that school like crazy. Uh, Louisville is pretty good, but so is Cincinnati. Uh you know, this one's going to be a toss-up. The spread here is only one and a half. Who knows which way it can go. I'm going with the Bearcats of Cincinnati in this one. Okay. Uh, the next one is the Cricket Celebration Bowl, the HBCU matchup. Jackson State 
Tigers, undefeated, Dionless. They do not have Dion anymore. North Carolina Central Eagles, 9 and 2. Who you got? Yeah, because they don't have Dion, I'm going to take North Carolina Central in this one. Uh, Jackson State, I guess they've. Were they in it every year with Dion? No. Not uh, the first year. Not the first year. They got it and then last, they year last year and then this okay. year. Okay. So. Yeah, and they lost last year. We were talking about that a bit ago. I'll, lost I'll go, 31 of 10 last year. Yeah, I'll go with North Carolina Central in this one. I think uh, Jackson State is missing uh, their key coach prime, uh, Deion Sanders. Uh, I think they're going to be a little clueless out there. and I think North Carolina is going to beat them. This is like this is a big game for them. It for is. The HBCUs. It, and Jackson State has not came. They did not show up last year. And they're now without Dion. And I don't know if they're going to have the, uh, Dion's son either under center. So, uh, so, yeah, give me North Carolina Central. Not so fast, Holly. I'm going to go with Jackson State. You can call me a hater. You can call me whatever you want. But... Jackson State, they're a good team. We'll see if Sanders' son is set to, set to play or not. But they're running back, uh, Savon Wilkerson. He's had one heck of a year, over 1,100 rushing yards for nine touchdowns. He's playing pretty well. I mean, they've pretty much destroyed everyone in their way. I mean, looking pretty good. We'll see how they do without Dion and who who else is on that team. But I think Jackson State can pull away here. Okay. Next one, the CRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. What are these names? Yeah. Florida Gators, number 14, Oregon State. Go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, you, I always liked when it was the uh, the Mako Las Vegas Bowl, I think it was. That was always like, mm-hmm. they'd always put that one on like ABC or something for some reason. It was one of those early bowl games that they would kind of make a bigger, de- make a bigger deal about than the other ones. I think Oregon State's a good team. They've... Uh, They've proved me wrong a couple times this year. Uh, played USC pretty tough. Could have recently won. beat Oregon. Just beat Oregon, and Florida on the other hand, six and six, kind of disappointing end to the year, losing to Vanderbilt and then Florida State, their rivals, who is better than Florida, but always tough to lose a rivalry. I just think Oregon State's looking good right now, nine and three. It's been a great season for them, so give me Oregon State to finish it strong. Man, Charlie is just having my my thoughts. I'm just he's kind of stealing them right from my head. Of course, he's first though, so uh, they're all his thoughts. Um, but I'm going to take Oregon State. I think they're also a pretty strong team. I just don't see the Gators getting it done. I just this team is that's it's not an inspiring Gators team. The only reason why Florida is six and six is because their quarterback Anthony Richardson. I don't know if he's even playing in this game. I'm sure he might opt out. I think he's already declared, I believe. Yeah, he declared draft. for the draft, So, I, but he can still play. I, th- I don't know. But Oregon State is better. They just beat, they're coming off a big win over Oregon. So I'm going to take the Beavers to go 10 and 3 to end the year. I say I'm going with it, the Beavers. Well, Florida is not a good team. I'm surprised they're even in a bowl game here. You know, it talks about beating South Carolina, who, you know, they, they're on and off here, and then maybe a big win over Utah at the beginning of the year. Uh, that could help them, but Florida's just not that good. Uh, Anthony Richardson, in my mind, is not even a great quarterback, but Oregon State having a very, very good year. Uh, they could have been easily in the Pac-12 championship if some things could have gone their way, but be on the lookout to destroy that Florida defense because Florida's defense is allowing 415 yards, so give me the Beavers. Okay. The next one, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Washington State Cougars. Seven and five are taking on the nine and four 
Fresno State Bulldogs are coming off a Mountain West championship over uh, championship win over Boise State. Who you got? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. I think both offenses have looked really good, kind of just gotten better as the season's gone on. Fresno State, though, ever since they've gotten got uh, Jay Kaner back, they've just looked like a they've looked really good. I mean, I was pretty confident last week that they'd beat Boise State. They came out there and looked great. Washington State kind of ran into that Washington offense that was just they were rolling and they still put up a fight. That game was close for a good part of it, but I think Fresno State just with Jay Kaner, nobody has proven, you know, they they've proven they're a really good team, so I'll take him. I'll take him in this one. Another short and sweet one, but I'm going against Charlie on this one. Washington State Cougars. Okay. I'm never picking against Jake Hayner again. Give me Fresno State easily over Washington State. I'm not saying Washington State's not good. Uh, Cam Ward's a good quarterback, but I th- I think Jake Hayner is better, So obviously. So, yeah, give me uh, the Bulldogs. Say, so remember when Georgia State was uh, looking pretty good the year? They were 3-1 and one and are they ranked in the top 20 at some point in the year? What, Georgia State or Washington State? Washington State. State. <laughs> he said Why did you say Georgia? I said, I said Georgia State. All right, yeah. you know what? It's fine. Uh, but, yeah, they were sitting at 3-0 getting ready to play at Oregon, and they could have beaten that, won that too, but then— Well, remember how that game ended. It was They were up by, like, 12 with three minutes to go. Yeah, they choked big time and then beat Cal, but then had lost three straight. So they've kind of fallen off a little bit. Fresno State, on the other hand— you know, conference champions against Boise State. I believe you picked that, Charlie, which is a good pick by you. Um, Fresno State's just a better team. I don't know if I believe in Washington State, so give me the Bulldogs as well. Okay. This game has, the I think, the only 5-7 and seven team in it. The Lending Tree Bowl, 5-7 and seven Rice Owls, led by Luke McCaffrey at wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you brought that up. 6-6 uh, six and six Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Who you got? I didn't know that there was a five and seven team in a bowl game this year. I, I don't. I know. thought there's enough five, uh, six six teams, but I guess not. So that's what they do. Because also James Madison's not in a bowl game this year, so that's interesting. That yeah, I think there was one other year that happened. Maybe they had like Nebraska made it. One, that's five and seven. One bowl game with multiple teams that were five and seven. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, Southern Miss looks like. Just because they're six and six, I feel like I should probably like. Does Rice deserve to be in a bowl game? I don't know. I guess, but I'll go with Southern Miss. D- don't know. Weird one. Don't know anything about either one of these teams, but I'll take Southern Miss since they're bowl eligible. They're six and six. I don't know about either of these teams either. I know we've played Southern Miss not too long ago. Uh, actually, it was twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. So I mean, you know. They're, they're a football team, and so is Rice. They're both football teams, and I think Rice is going to win it because, I mean, I just got to pick one that's 8% picked. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give me uh, Southern Miss. Luke McCaffrey's not even the leading receiver for Rice, so. Well, he's going to lead him in this bowl game. He's the only guy I know on Rice. It's because he happened to play for Nebraska, and then he transferred to Louisville, and then he transferred three days later to Rice. So, uh, yeah, give me Southern Miss because they're 6-6. Six and six. <laughs> That's my main reason. Yeah, uh, Either don't be surprised with this either a defensive battle or a shootout because both these defenses are not very good, allowing an average of like 374 yards of defense. So it's either going to be a very low-scoring game or a very high one, over under 46.5. I'm going with Southern Miss in this one. I believe they're just a little bit of a better team. Uh, They've played close in some very good games against uh, Coastal Carolina and even uh, South Alabama. So uh, give me Southern Miss. Okay. 
the New Mexico Bowl. Seven to five SMU. Seventy-five. Seven and five. Geez. BYU Cougars. Who you got? I'm gonna take BYU in this one. Yeah, SMU looks like both these teams. Uh, seven and five. I think BYU. They were. They looked like a pretty good team at the start of the year. Had a good win over Baylor. Kind of uh, had had a few tough losses after that. But I think they. I think they lost to like. Notre Dame, Arkansas, somebody else. Did they play Liberty? Liberty, yeah. I don't know. I think where they were at the start of the year, this has been kind of a letdown for them at the end of the year, but I'll take them in this one over SMU. That's a great point, Charlie. You know, BYU, they were relevant in the beginning of the year. Um, I think they were, they were ranked, weren't they, at the beginning of the year? They were like yeah, top were, 15. Yeah, they were up point. there. After they beat Baylor, they were top 15. I don't really have much else to say. Give me the Cougs, BYU. Not so fast. I'm taking SMU. Um, I'm just, I don't, I've vowed to not take BYU again. They've failed me so many times this year. They've the also only, helped you many times as only well. Only once. Only one? Only once. Because hmm. it's because I took them against uh, Baylor. They won. I took them against Oregon. They lost. They took them against Notre Dame. They lost. Uh, I took them yeah. over Liberty. They lost. So I'm not, I'm not picking BYU again. Uh, give me Tanner Mordecai and SMU. Yeah, I'm going with SMU as well. Uh, Charlie, you were saying of how uh, this is kind of a letdown season for BYU, especially have, after having a top 15 ranking at one point in the year. Um, ugly losses to like Liberty, where they got blown out. Eastern Carolina, which lost by three. You know, Arkansas, they got blown out. So they're they're not a bad team, uh, but their schedule just shows that they they just can't compete when it comes against good teams. So and. SMU, on the other hand, you know, they have competed in some good teams. They just uh, didn't play against Tulane very well. They almost lost, they lost to TCU by only eight, if my math is right, um, hung in with Maryland. So they've they've hung in with teams, but I just think that they can get the job done over BYU. So. Okay. The Frisco Bowl, two, these two teams lost in their uh, conference championships. North Texas lost the Conference USA Championship. Seven and six, Boise State Broncos, who lost against Fresno State. They're currently nine and four. Who you got? So, yeah, this is a, basically a home game for North Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised. It looks like 96% of the people that have done the Capital One Bowl Mania picks so far have picked Boise State in this one. I honestly don't think Boise State's a very good team. I think that they've kind of, kind of, the Mountain West was pretty bad this year, at least compared to past years. And, I, I wasn't very confident that they would beat, or I, I didn't think they would beat Fresno State. They've kind of looks like when you look at their schedule, I don't really see any like good teams that they've. I mean, Oregon State beat them pretty easily, lost to UTEP, uh, BYU when they played them. I just don't think Boise State's a very good team. So I think I'm going to go with North Texas, and part of that is because they're close to home. They they also had a tough loss in the their conference championship, but I think that they'll with the kind of, I guess, a home field advantage, will, uh, I think they'll win this game. I'm feeling a little frisky in the Frisco Bowl. I'm going Boise State Broncos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, I feel like Boise does pretty well in bowl season I th- from, like, the past. I feel like they've always done well, in my opinion. I don't know. I, d- I don't remember. but I, I, Who knows? I, I can't think now. <laughs> uh, Sorry about uh, that. I'm, I'm just going to take Boise State. I don't care really. It's in Frisco. It's pretty close to Denton, uh, Texas, but I don't really care. 
So uh, give me the Broncos. So I'm surprised none of you mentioned this, but these are conference runner-ups. The conference champions are actually. That. You did say that. I get, but Fres- uh, Fresno's not playing North Texas uh, UTSA. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Our brains are hurting because you can of... tell finals week is coming up, folks. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, but yeah, I just. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Boise State, you know, losing to Fresno State, and then North Texas losing to UTSA. Um, Boise State's defense is still pretty impressive. 281 yards allowed and only having 18 yards per 18 points per game. North Texas, on the other hand, you know, they always play those big, tough teams at the beginning of the year, and then they do well in conference play. Uh, but with that, with the, it's not being conference play, they're playing a bigger, better team. Give me the Broncos of Boise State. The Myrtle Beach Bowl, eight and four Marshall, six and six UConn. I swear, this is like the first time UConn's been bowl eligible in like years. So, big game for UConn. Jim Mora, yeah, Jim Mora. So, who you got, Charlie? I'm gonna go with Marshall in this one. Uh, just kind of pulling up the what these teams have done this year. I thought UConn was better than six and six, but I guess there's just all the hype because they finally made the bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good. But Marshall looks like they've won four out of their last or their last four. Uh, going in to this, so I like Marshall playing well right now. We are Marshall. We are Marshall, and I'm going for Marshall. Give me the they, thunder and herd. They got to take UConn there. That would be funny. <laughs> uh, give me uh, Marshall. Like you said, they're 4-4 four and four in the last four. <laughs> Jeez. 4-4-4. Four four. Yeah, and they also beat Notre Dame this year, so give me Marshall. I'm going with the big, big risk here. I'm going with UConn in this one. They're not a not 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 necessarily a bad team. Uh, they beat Fresno State. They have beaten Boston College, who is actually a bad team. They beat Liberty when they were falling off. Uh, but I mean, they they've played really tough teams. They played Syracuse when they were actually relevant. They played Michigan, of course, is Michigan. They played NC State when NC State was probably actually at their prime this point in the season. But uh, Marshall, on the other hand, you know, put their season on the map with the win over Notre Dame early in the year. But UConn's not a bad team. I mean, the stats-wise, they show they're pretty bad, but I believe. But I got faith in the Huskies, and I got faith in Jim Mora. Could be absolutely wrong, and I don't care about this one, so give me UConn. <laughs> All right. This is definitely a famous bowl, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Eastern Michigan, surprising a lot of people, 8-4. and four. And you got the 7-4 San Jose State Spartans. Who you got? I'm going to go with Eastern Michigan in this one. think that... Like I said earlier, just haven't. Don't think many of these Mountain West teams are good. I think in Eastern Michigan, they're eight and four. Looks like they could have played Toledo pretty tough there, but I, I mean, so there there were other games they could have won. I guess you could say, but they're they're uh, at eight and four. Looks like this one's pretty split, fifty uh, fifty among the fans that have picked this so far. But I'll take Eastern Michigan in this one. Eastern Michigan, fly high. Give me them Eagles. Ah. <laughs> uh. Um, okay, I'm going to take Eastern Michigan, too. Um, Mount, you, you do make a point. Mountain West is not that good this year from, I mean, from, like, past years, I guess. So seems like usually they have at least three, two, three teams that are, you can say they're good teams. It's always, like, Fresno, Boise, and I mean, Utah Diego. State's had some good teams. San Diego State, yeah. Yeah, San Jose, they're uh, three and five in the last five, so it's just... And losses to Utah State. I don't think Utah State is that good this year. And San Diego State, they made a bowl game. 
But, uh, yeah, give me Eastern Michigan. Uh, I'll I'll just take them in this bowl game. And also, they're more used to the cold weather. That could play a factor. So, I mean, San Jose, California, Eastern Michigan, it's Michigan. So, <laughs> obviously. So, and they have colder weather than California. So, yeah, give me uh, the Eagles. Say, I'm just looking right now at both these teams' schedules. I'm going to pull up San Jose first. I didn't realize they lost to Auburn in the beginning of the year. That's that's not looking as bad loss, maybe. But Auburn's, you know, an SEC team. So, you're, you let it go by Fresno State. You know, pretty good team. I mean, they're conference runner, conference champion actually. Uh, San Diego State, Power Five, and Utah State. Yeah, that's probably the one bad loss on their year. Eastern Michigan, on the other hand, a loss to Toledo, but so does uh, San San Jose State. I don't think so. Uh, Northern Illinois, they've also lost to also lost to Louisiana and Buffalo. So I don't know. Just this is a fifty fifty for for me, and it's pretty much all of America as well. So. I'm going to go with San Jose State in this one. I just, you know, I'm getting a little frisky with these bowl games, and sometimes you got to go big or go home, so. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. All right. The RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. What That's a, a long name. one. Anything can be a bowl now. Yeah, what a name. Boca Raton RoofClaim. It's just the theme All right. for these. All right. The la- for where's these the San Diego County Credit Union Poinciana Bowl? <laughs> the la- Holiday Bowl. The last take peanut butter and jelly bowl or something like that. <laughs> well, there's two cheese bowls this what year, was it? too. La- so. Last thing you ate and like, the, the brand last, of your, your shirt. Your brand of your shirt, last thing you ate bowl. So, Under Armour Chicken Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, mine would be, uh, I don't know what this is. I'll just say Adidas Cheese-It Bowl. <laughs> And we already got what the Cheez It Bowl and the Cheez It Citrus Bowl and the Cheez It Citrus Bowl. Yeah. All right. So the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, eight and four Liberty, eight and five Toledo, who won their uh, conference championship. We got. So is is uh, they just Liberty just hired the Coastal Carolina coach. Uh, forget what his first name is. Chadwell. He was at one point a Nebraska an early candidate for the Nebraska job, I remember, and I don't think many fans were very He's happy like with fifth. that. But he was he was up there. Uh, Liberty, I mean, they beat BYU in Arkansas, proved us, or at least me, wrong a few times. And then since then, they've lost lost their last three games against UConn, Virginia Tech, and New Mexico State. Toledo, on the other hand, just won their conference. So not really sure. Maybe uh, does Liberty have I – don't, I don't know if Liberty has their coach. I'll go with Toledo just because they're playing better right now. I'd say Liberty's – Hugh Freeze is now the Auburn coach. That's yep. right. Which is oh. what I was going to bring up. I was going to be like... Is, Horrible hire. Uh, yeah, well, uh, well... We'll talk about that yeah. some other time. Um, talk that Next about. season. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, Liberty, I don't know if they're going to have uh, Hugh Freeze or not, but I think they're going to go down in flames like their, uh, their team name is. Um, and I'm going uh, to the moon. Give me the Rockets. Toledo, baby. Maction. I love that's that. Pretty, that's a really good one. Uh yeah, I'm going to take Toledo. They just look better, in my opinion. Liberty's lost the last three against not that great opponents. New Mexico State, they made a bowl game, right? So I guess that's okay. Virginia Tech, that's not good. I don't care that they're power five. They're just not good. And UConn, I guess, is not that bad either. That's to get to a bowl game. So for UConn, I think. I mean, yeah, closer, just, so. you would think if they beat BYU in Arkansas. You'd at least, I don't know. I would expect them to win out. We were yeah. running high because remember, they, at one point, we were talking about how they should be, should have been ranked in the college football playoff. 
Yeah, and they kind of fell off. Hugh Freeze, you could definitely tell he's throwing in the towel against New Mexico State, losing 49-14. to That's not good. And then you have Toledo, who won their conference championship. So give me the Rockets. I'm going with the Rockets here as well. I actually had Liberty in this one before, and then I, when you mentioned that they lost their la- their previous three in a row, I'm like, okay, maybe I have to look back on it. I'm like, oh, boy, this is actually pretty bad. So, I mean, their offense, 400 yards. Toledo's offense, 405 yards, and they proved us all wrong. I believe we, we all picked Ohio to win their conference, but Toledo ended up winning it, which was a solid win for them, and I think that they can ride it, keep that momentum going. So give me the Rockets. Okay, next one, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. I feel like this is the only bowl game that really hasn't changed their name, like recently. It's always that one in the Superdome. Yeah, yeah. that no one goes to and no one cares about. Because you always you always have that, and then you have the Sugar Bowl, and it's like completely. It feels like it's a completely different yeah. area, but it's just there's not that many people that go to this game. Mm-hmm. So eight and five Western Kentucky Hilltoppers taking on ten and two South Alabama. We got. Well, I know that South Alabama almost beat UCLA this year. That's about all I know about either of these teams. Only lost by one. Only lost by one. Um, I'll go. I'll go with South Alabama. They're ten and two. So, g- give me the South Alabama Jaguars in this one. All right. Well, the the fun continues here. I was just thinking of another way uh, to say this one with these creative names. Uh, oh. I'm going for the Crimson. I mean, uh, uh, South Alabama, Bama. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm rolling tied with some uh, South Alabama, and those Jaguars are going to send their rest, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers running. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm taking USA. I don't know much about this other than USA is pretty good. Western Kentucky. I did just see that they are favored on the FPI, which on the matchup predictor FPI, which is kind of nuts when they're eight point underdogs. I don't trust ESPN. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, give me the Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of surprising that Western K- Kentucky is favored. Uh, their offense is really explosive, though, 483 yards of offense. Uh, but South Alabama almost beat UCLA, and that's good enough for me. That's the only reason why I'm picking them. So, Just, just let me make a quick note. Their other loss is to Troy. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> take South, definitely take South Alabama in this one. <laughs> All right, the next one, the Lockheed Martin, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Good, good old uh, company that makes missiles, sponsoring and the airplanes. Armed yeah, and yeah, so and a lot of other things, but yeah, down in Dallas. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Baylor six and six, nine and three Air Air Force. We got. I'm gonna go with Baylor in this one. I think that there were. I had higher expectations maybe than some other people did this year. Dave Aranda, for Dave Aranda and that team, kind of after what they did last year, finished the season strong, won the Big 12, and then 6-6 six and six this year. Uh, maybe, you know, probably not what a lot of people expected, but I think that they'll win this game. Air Force, they're 9-3, and kind of, we they uh, had a pretty good start to the year. Looked like no one could really stop that rushing attack, but kind of, during conference play, slowed down a little bit. Baylor just more battle-tested, so give me the Baylor Bears in this one. Air Force has won four out of the last five games, and Baylor has only won three out of their last five games. I think Baylor is heads and toes above Air Force. I just think they've played a lot more competitive teams. Um, And I think the Baylor Bears are going to win this one 
um, and have them become above 500 and go 7-6. and six. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Baylor, too. They're more battle-tested. They hung with TCU, who's a playoff team, mm-hmm. and they almost won that game. So They honestly should have won. Probably. TCU got a little lucky in that one. Yeah. But uh, Air Force, it's kind of hard to pick, like, uh, military academy team. I completely because, agree with that. Because you can't, it's really, they're unpredictable, but at the same time, like, they're not playing the greatest of teams. I know Air Force isn't a conference unlike Army, but, like, or Navy's just not good. But, like, I just feel like Baylor, it's a Power 5, Big 12 team, and I feel like they're just, they're going to want to win this game. So, yeah, give me the Bears. I'm going to go with the Falcons, and I'm just kind of curious if Top Gun was in the Air Force, would they change their mascot name to Air Force Maverick? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I'm going with Air Force in this one. I'm going to, I think that Russian like attack. Like saying Navy is going to change their name to Navy Maverick. <laughs> hey, you never know, but no, they. Navy Mavericks. That actually sounds good. But, anyways. Uh, Air Force, 330 rushing yards per game, and they're going to pound that ball to the ground. They're almost kind of like, uh, I'm trying, I remember one game, I think it was Wisconsin, the Wisconsin game here. You know they're going to run the ball, but you just can't stop it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something. Most Big Ten teams are that way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that Wisconsin game was definitely something different, though. And I'm, I'm not sure if Baylor's defense can slow that down. They allow 137 rushing yards per game. And, you know, they're going to be focused on that. And Air Force defense is pretty well. So we're going to go with the Air Force Falcons in this one. Okay. The Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. 6-6 Louisiana Raging Cajuns. 7-5 Houston Cougars. Who you got? Uh, Maybe looks like Houston is. Oh, spread's only 6.5. Okay, I'll, I'll go with Louisiana on this one. Also, Basically a home game for them, although still not very far for Houston. I think Louisiana, they faced a couple of pretty good teams, Florida State and Troy. Recently, Southern Miss also bowl eligible. They've kind of won the games you'd expect them to win, it looks like, down the stretch. Maybe early in the year, as I'm pulling up the schedule here. Yeah, they did lose some, lost to South Alabama, I guess. But uh, I'll, I'll go with Louisiana, probably an upset one. Uh, maybe an upset, you could say, but... Yeah, give me the Raging Cajuns in this one. I think comparing the last five games, just that quick snapshot into both teams, like who they've played and who they've won and lost to. And again, Houston was ranked at the beginning of the year. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Houston. I, I think that they'll pull it out. Um, they just, I just think they'll look like the more competitive team. It'll I'm probably t- be a close one. Yeah, I'm going to take Houston as well. Um, I'm just looking at the last five. I forgot that they put up... They lost to SMU seventy-seven to sixty-three. I forgot about that. Just like I just didn't even think about it. Houston, I do like the fact that this is sixty and a half, sixty and a half over under. I feel like this is going to be a, a shootout. Um, but I'm gonna take Houston. They've been, I, I guess, seven and five. I mean, defense is a little, a little questionable, but four hundred thirty uh, yards allowed per game, but I'm just going to take Houston. I I just know a little more about Houston than Louisiana, so yeah, it's going to be the Cougars. Houston, we have a problem. Louisiana is coming in, and they're going to win. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Okay. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Wake Forest, 7-5, and five, taking on 6-6 six and six, uh, Mizzou. Who you got? 
I'll go with Wake in this one, even though they're in the ACC. They um, do not have Sam Hartman. They don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I still, I don't know. Missouri, they're, yeah, I, I don't really know who to go with in this one, especially now that you're just telling me this. Uh, didn't, didn't know that Sam Hartman was going to be out. I'm sure that's definitely going to change things up. I don't know. Have they, because he, he missed some time earlier in the year. Beginning um, of the year. And what happened then where they just, they awful. won games, but like not by like how they did with Sam Hartman. Yeah, I'll still go with Wake. I'll say close game. Wake wins though. I'm gonna go. I'm being up the wazoo, and I'm picking Mizzou, uh, Missouri Tigers. Um, look at their last five games. They beat South Carolina. They beat Arkansas, which Arkansas is not a great team, and South Carolina is. I mean, hey, they beat Tennessee, and they also beat Clemson. So I mean, that is worth something. Um, but again, Wake Forest was one of the teams at the beginning of the year was uh, supposed to be pretty strong. Um, ended up seven and five, which is pretty respectable, I I'd say. Um, but I'm gonna go with Missouri. I'm taking Mizzou as well. I'm not high on the ACC. I've said this already uh, during this segment. Wake Forest, if they're out with their, if they're without Sam Hartman, I cannot pick them. Mizzou, they hung with the number one team in the country, nearly beat them. They should have too, honestly. Yeah, in many ways they probably should have won that game. Uh, so uh, give me Mizzou because their defense is – I think the defense will win them the game, but it could be a shootout. So, yeah, give me uh, the Tigers. Okay, I'm go- we're going to try and go quick here. Uh, you know, they hung in with Georgia. They had a bad loss to, to, to Auburn. They lost to Florida by seven. They lost to Kentucky by four. They, Like Blake said, they beat South Carolina. I mean, Tennessee is Tennessee and whatever. Like, they've hung in with good teams. Like, they, as SEC, they played very well. Uh, Wake Forest, on the other end, was, to- was top ten uh, early in the year. They were number ten when they threw eight picks. To Louisville. Six, turn- six turnovers in the third quarter against Louisville. To Louisville. Uh, but, you know, they were looking good. They lo- they lost to Clemson in double overtime. They beat Florida State, but then they had a bad— They've had a, they've been on a cold streak ever since that Louisville game. So give me the Mizzou Tigers. The Easy Post Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve. This is the Hawaii Bowls always played on Christmas Eve. But uh, Middle Tennessee, no, just Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders, San Diego State. Who you got? Uh, I'll go with San Diego State in this one. I think both these teams seven and five. Another one that I could go either way on. Mountain West, another Mountain West team that hasn't really uh, impressed me a whole lot this year, but I'll go with San Diego State in this one. I agree with Charlie, and I agree with 83% of the people on the pickums. so I'm going to go with uh, San Diego State Aztecs. Give me the Aztecs. That's all I'm going to say. Clean sweep, Aztecs. All right, the quick lane ball. New Mexico State Aggies, 6-6 six and six versus the 6-6 six and six Bowling Green Falcons. Who you got? Mexico State just beat Liberty. We were just talking about that a little bit ago. Um, but looks like 74% of the people have picked Bowling Green in this one. Don't really know, uh, don't know anything about either one of these teams. It's kind of New Mexico State, because they're in, what conference are they even in? Or no, they're uh, independent, aren't they? I believe so. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting matchup, I guess, in the quick lane bowl. I'll, I'll go with New Mexico State. Why not? I guess that win over Liberty, which y- you can say whatever you want. Maybe Hugh Freeze, you know, knew knew what was going on there. Just kind of didn't have that team ready to go. But I'll take New Mexico State in this one. Guess if you want to call that an upset, but 
New Mexico State. You know, I really don't know anything about both these teams. Bowling Green, uh, I don't know why. I used to have a little football helmet of them back in the day, and it was, it was always one of the obscure ones, and I liked them for that for that reason. So, you know what? Bowling Green Falcons, you're, you're my pick. Give me the Aggies of New Mexico State. I feel like their wins, like some of these past wins they've had lately, are like really impressive points. Like 65, it's Valparaiso, but still. And then you have uh, Liberty 49. You put 51 on Lamar. They don't only score 23 against UMass. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm just going to take New Mexico State. I just don't know enough for both these teams. So, yeah, yep. give me Aggies. Yeah, I go with New Mexico State. They started the year 0-4 and, and then all of a sudden go 6-6. Six and six. Pretty, pretty, pretty impressive turnaround. Bowling Green, you know, in that MAC. You never know what you're going to get. So, give me New Mexico State. Okay. Next one. It is the Camellia Bowl. <laughs> Georgia Southern, we know that team. 6-6 six and six versus 6-6 six six Buffalo. We also know that team. Not from this year, though. Yeah, from, from recent years. Last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who you got? So Georgia, Georgia Southern, um, let's see, well, ended the season kind of on a tough note. They, they did have a good end uh, on the very last game. They beat Ab State in double overtime. But going into that, they had lost three straight. Buffalo, they've lost four out of their last five. Both these teams are six and six. Looks like 64% of the people took Buffalo in this one. I'll go with Georgia Southern. Uh, You know, we all know what happened earlier this year, but, I mean, they look pretty good that game. They, since then, haven't really looked that good, but I'll, I'll say that they finished the year strong. And after a good win last week, I guess maybe some momentum uh, going into this. So I'll take Georgia Southern. I was just about to bring that up, double overtime. Uh, they win it to become bowl eligible. And I'm picking the team that fired uh, Scott, last name, uh, well, we will not say, but I'm going to pick the Georgia Southern Eagles. Okay. This is a very interesting um, situation with these both these teams. Uh, Kyle Van Treese, guess who he played for for last year? Buffalo. Mm-hmm. He gets to go against his former team in the Camellia Bowl. What a way to end your college career. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Georgia Southern. Kyle Van Treese, you know, 25 touchdowns and 15 interceptions, but he almost, almost he's only 100 yards away from 4,000 yards. It's pretty, it's pretty good. So, yeah, uh, give me Georgia Southern. My main reason, actually, is because they beat Nebraska. So that defense is almost allowing 500 yards a game. But I don't care. Give me Georgia Southern. I say after they beat us, they only well they won five games after that, four actually, uh, but you know if Nebraska curse it's gonna live on. Uh, I'm gonna go with Buffalo in this one because of the Nebraska curse. <laughs> All right, so the next one is the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, Memphis, Utah State. Who you got? I'll go with Memphis in this one. I don't know. Okay, I guess I pick San Diego State. I need to pick the Mountain West at least a couple times since, you know, that's the that's a pick conference. Them once. That's I, I pick San Diego State. That's what. I, yeah, and you know we've got another game where I should pick them later, but I'll go with Memphis in this one. Even though, uh, not. I mean, they haven't played great. I would say they they've uh, lost to SMU, lost to UCF and Tulane, who are who are both pretty good teams. But really, second half of the season has kind of been a struggle for them after starting the year 4-1. and one. But I'll say they beat Utah State, who I just don't think is a very good team either. 
You know, I was looking it up because um, uh, New Mexico State got me interested. What the hell is an Aggie? I don't know what an Aggie is. Okay, they're gonna need some first responders after the Tigers maul them. Give me Memphis, baby. <laughs> All right, uh, give me Memphis. I Utah State's not that good, so give me Memphis. And also, Memphis beat uh, my high school's quarterbacks from last year at North Alabama by a lot, and I think Memphis is as better than Utah State anyway. So, yeah, give me the Tigers. Utah State went one and four after losing to BYU, and then it's gone six and six since. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Memphis, on the other hand, I don't want to be a mark, but a former Iowa State wide receiver is playing there right now. Joe Skates. Uh, he, you know, they're they're kind of on a struggle right now. They've only won two. They've only won two games since October, or three games since October first. Including a so, win over what North Alabama, North Alabama, Tulsa, and Temple. So. Memphis is really, I don't know, they're really cold. I'm going to go with Utah State in this one. Okay. Next one, the tick, Ticket Smarter. That's a new one. Ticket Smarter, Birmingham Bowl, Coastal Carolina, East Carolina. We got East Carolina, despite uh, seven, 7 and 5 finish, Coastal 9 and 3. East Carolina looks like favored by 10 in this one, which not not really sure what, you know, what I guess – you know, how to take that into consideration. Coastal, they were in contention there uh, for the Sun Belt, of course, played Troy, lost that game. Troy, they were up big for majority of that game. I like East Carolina on this one. Um, I just think kind of when you look at what they've done, they beat BYU, they beat UCF, say what you want about about that. But I just like kind of what East Carolina, despite, you know, the 7-5 and five finish. You look at who they lost to early. It was a one-point loss first week of the season to NC State. They lost to Tulane, and they lost to Cincinnati and Houston. So they've kind of won the games, and then a few more maybe that you wouldn't have expected them to win. So I'll, I'll take East Carolina on this one. Going back to agreeing with Charlie, I think uh, the Pirates are going to steal that booty from uh, the Chanticleer uh, Coastal Carolina, and I think, uh, yeah, uh, East Carolina. Go purple. Like what you're doing here. Uh, <laughs> uh, give me East Carolina. I've I've ever Coastal Carolina has been overrated all year. It showed when they lost 47 to seven to James Madison and then got destroyed by Troy last week. So yeah, give me East Carolina. I feel like they're better. Coastal not looking too good. East Carolina is riding the ship. Give me the Pirates. That's another good one. All right. Uh, Guaranteed rate ball, six and six Wisconsin taking on seven and five Oklahoma State. Who you got? Oklahoma State. Uh, I'll take Oklahoma State in this one. Looks like eighty percent of the people that have picked this uh, have taken Oklahoma State as well. I don't know. Is, so is Luke Fickle's already there? So is he? I don't know if he's. Co- he I don't know would if he's be coaching. coaching. I think he would be coaching. Not sure. You know, take that. I guess. Uh, however you want, but I'll go with Oklahoma State in this one. Another, feels like we haven't picked many games, I guess, with the big, you know, now we're, now we're getting in here. To Power 5. Big 10. Yeah. yeah, to the, to the big. The big real 12. games? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ones we can, I guess, elaborate on a little more. I'll go with Oklahoma State in this one, though. I just think they're the better team. Man, only one win out of the last five games for Oklahoma State. I mean, Ouch. beginning of the year, I thought they were easily a contender for the Big 12 champion. Ship, but you know what? I was gonna pick Oklahoma State, and then I just now switched it to Wisconsin. Um, 
I don't know. I just feel like Wisconsin is, is more even across both sides. Their offense is not the greatest at all. I mean, they don't really have an, they don't even really have a quarterback. But um, but neither does Oklahoma State. Yeah. So I I think this is it's gonna be a really close game. But I think Wisconsin defense is really what's gonna bring them into this game. So give me the Badgers, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm gonna take Wisconsin too. Uh, this is the battle of the backup quarterbacks. <laughs> both quarterbacks in a transfer portal. So for both of these teams, but I think Wisconsin's gonna win for the one thing and only Braylon Allen for the offense. He he he's just better than Oklahoma State's uh, running back, and I feel like these teams are gonna rely on their running game because who knows what their quarterback situation is gonna look like. So. And also Wisconsin's defense should be able to stop Oklahoma State. So I think Wisconsin's going to win at Chase Field in Phoenix. Mark will be pretty proud of us right now. I'm going to go with Wisconsin, too. Oklahoma State, you know, they were in contention for that Big 12 championship. But then after getting shut out to Kansas, because they they were undefeated until they played TCU, but they choked that game pretty bad. Then they beat Texas. But since the shutout against Kansas State, they have not looked like the Cowboys we've known in the past. Their defense having 440 yards allowed. Holy cow. I think that's worse than Nebraska's. But it is. Uh, Wisconsin, they're actually a pretty they're actually a pretty decent team. I'm not gonna say they're the best, because obviously uh they finished third to last in the Big Ten West. But uh Oklahoma State not looking good. Wisconsin just a little bit better than them. So go give me the Badgers. Okay, the next one, the Military Bowl, presented by Paraton, UCF, Duke. Who we got? I like Duke a lot this year. Um, they they lost, I guess, a couple games. They had the the Kansas game and then tough tough stretch there in the middle of the season, lost to Georgia Tech and North Carolina, their rivals, but kind of ended the season pretty well, won four out of their last five, beat Miami, um, and then beat Wake last week of the season. UCF, though, on the other hand, I've I've liked them a lot too. Kind of just right there with Tulane, just you know couldn't beat them in the conference championship there at the end. So both, you know, I think this is a matchup between two good teams. I'm gonna go with Duke though. I just think uh, I just think that they're a slightly better team from what I've seen. I've I've liked them liked them all year pretty much. So I'll take Duke in this one. Yeah, again at the beginning of the year that Duke Kansas game, who would have thought that those teams would that, like probably the most competitive they've been in a while or maybe ever, um, especially in that Duke side. But I, I kind of like UCF. Um, they've been a little wishy-washy. Um, they got a win over U- USF, a win over Tulane, and a win over Memphis. But they lost to, they lost to Navy, and they lost to Tulane again. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, but Duke did beat Wake Forest. And you know what? On the fly, I'm actually changing. I'm Give me the Blue Devils. I'm going Duke. Yeah, I'm going to take Duke as well. Um, I feel like they, they, they're they going to cap off a really good, impressive mm-hmm. season for them with a, a big win over a good UCF team. So, yeah, give me give me the Blue Devils. I'm going with the Knights in this one. I have a lot of faith in them. Uh, say so far, not, I don't even I haven't heard a lot of players even transferring yet from UCF. Oh, there is really but, no, and their coach is staying there. Uh, but not, nothing's happened on the other side, anyways, for Duke. But Duke's had an, a pretty impressive season, eight and four of the year, and the UCF having nine and four. Uh, kind of hurts that they have to settle with the conference runner-up to Tulane. But uh, Navy's a good good team on the other hand. Uh, so, but I think they're just a little bit better than Duke. 
So be aware of that UCF offense and give me the Knights. Okay, next one's the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Kansas, or er, er, Kansas and Arkansas. We got. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go with Arkansas in this one. Um, I think that really that there were a few games this year that I watched. Uh, I watched them, and they, you know, LSU. I, I I think I picked them to to win that one. They came up short, but you know they're. Kansas just hasn't been playing well. You know, they've lost four out of their last five to end the year. I think it's a it's an SEC team that, you know, yes, they finished fifth in the SEC West, but, and you know, three and five in conference play, but, you, you know, it's still a tough conference as it always is. So I'll, I'll go with Arkansas here in this one. Yeah, normally this is where I'd start, uh, you know, having my Big Ten elitist type brain pick in here. But I'm going to go with Arkansas. They've just been a pretty competitive team now. I don't think they're as good as they, you know, were hyped on early in the year with so many of those SEC teams being ranked like South Carolina and a few others, um, Kentucky. Um, but Kansas, man, they've fallen off, and I think they've been a l- pretty exposed as of late. I think Arkansas is a more complete team, and I think they'll get the win. Uh, this, is, this is Kansas' first bowl appearance since 2008 when they played in the Insight Bowl or whatever. So that's what ESPN just said. So, But this game, weirdly interesting. Two 6-6 six six teams in Power 5 conferences. Both had overwrite seasons. Kansas, on the other hand, really fell off. 68 over-under. This is going to—I do agree. It's going to be a shootout— I'm going to take Arkansas. Clean sweep. Both these defenses aren't good whatsoever. Uh, if Kansas did not beat Oklahoma State, they would not even be here. So uh, it's honestly surprising that Lance Leipold was actually almost almost a hire, actually, to come here. But thank goodness he decided to stay at Kansas because that's where he deserves to be. But Arkansas is a way better team than Kansas uh, ever was at this point of the year, even when they were in the top 20. So give me Arkansas. Okay. The San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl played at Petco Park. North Carolina Tar Heels and number 15 Oregon Ducks. Who you got? I don't think this game will be close at all. I don't think it's a very uh, even matchup. I like Oregon big in this one. I think there was some question as to if Bo Nix was going to play. Potentially could be his last game uh, for playing for, for Oregon. Uh, but head coach Dan Lanning did announce say that he's going to play. So I like the Ducks big in this one. Any team that lost to Clemson 39-10, I'm not going to pick. So I'm going with the Oregon Ducks, although they, they just lost to their rival Oregon State. They did beat Utah. Who's also a good team, though. Yep, no, yeah, no. so I completely agree. This is why uh, I'm picking the Ducks. Go Oregon. Okay. Ducks, easily. Quack, quack. Give me the Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it fits in for Petco. Because I played at Petco Park, kind of, not really. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> the Don't tax, doubt yourself. Don't the, doubt yourself. The Tax Act Texas Bowl. There is a Texas team playing in this for once. Texas Tech, Red Raiders, Ole Miss. Who we got? I think Texas Tech is going to show up and be ready to go. I don't know what it is about Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin against Mississippi State. At least they didn't play very well, and I think Texas Tech. Looks like only twelve percent of uh, of the fans have picked them here, but I'm going to pick them here in the Texas Bowl. Not, I was high on Ole Miss or kind of high on them early earlier in the year, but they just haven't haven't looked very good. 
you know, they play a tougher ske- schedule than Texas Tech, no doubt, but give me the Red Raiders in this one. I think they just show up and they're, you know, they play, they're the more physical team. So I think that'll determine the outcome of this game. I agree. Texas Tech is a physical team. Um, but something about this old Miss team, it's been interesting. You know, I think you're starting to hit at it with Lane Kiffin about like them being really iffy about like competitive games and non competitive games. I don't know. I I think this is the case. Like, can Lane Kiffin rally his troops and uh, have them play a good, competent game? I think they'll win it then. But then again, Texas, their I mean, their resume. You know, they're going on a three win streak. I can't go against that. So. Who does this lead me to pick? I don't know, but I'm going with a swerve. I'm going with Ole Miss. Okay. Give me the Red Raiders. Um, they're coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Again, Oklahoma isn't that like impressive this year, but that's still a big win for them. I mean, it's, a, it's just a big win over Oklahoma in overtime. They put up points. They're on a three-game win streak, and I think they continue that, give them four straight wins to end the year, and... Maybe think make Ole Miss maybe think they probably shouldn't extend Lane Kiffin. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, but I don't know. It should it should be high scoring though. Defenses are not that great for both sides. So, yeah, yeah give me the Red Raiders. Yeah, Ole Miss not looking too good in the last five games, only losing or winning to A and M by three. Uh, but they were undefeated until the LSU game, and they had a chance to uh, play in the SEC title game. They had a chance to even win it and maybe even get in the playoffs, but. After that loss, that went uh, down Bye-bye. the drain. And then Texas Tech, they've they pretty much played uh, the bottom half of the Big 12 in the last three games. Uh, only lost to TCU by 10. Um, it's going to be close, but I'm going to I believe that the Rebels can rebel away to win. All right, the bad boy mowers pinstripe bowl. Seven and five Syracuse, eight and four Minnesota played at. Yankee Stadium in in the Bronx. Who you got? So just looking, you know, kind of a weird, crazy uh, season for Syracuse. Started the year six and zero. Had a had a win over NC State there when they were they were you know they were ranked. I forget where, but ever since then, you know, they lose five in a row. You can you can argue, say whatever you want, playing tougher competition. But then they did finish the regular season with a win over Boston College. Last week, but I don't know. I feel like Minnesota, PJ Fleck is going to have that team ready to go. Now he's got the uh, the new uh, the contract extension, seven year extension. So yeah, I'll go with Minnesota in this one. I agree, Charlie. Minnesota, they uh, look like a strong team. Watching them in person, I mean Syracuse, they almost uh, beat Clemson, but they didn't. So it, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Minnesota, I think, is an easy pick for this one. So yeah. Give me Minnesota. They're just the better team. Mo Ibrahim. This could be his last game if he's playing. It will. I think it is going to be his last game. So, um, yeah, I, I just think they're just better. And you can't overlook five. Was it five straight losses for the the Orange? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't, I can't take them on that. And just Minnesota's defense is lights out. So yep. for. The, Comparing comparing it to Syracuse, and also I can't pick an ACC team, so other than Duke, I guess. But so yeah, give me Minnesota. Yeah, I was close to picking Syracuse in this one. Uh, you know, six and zero, they were ranked at one point in the year, and we're like, holy, like weren't they up in the top fifteen at some point in the year? 
they, they were, were up top, there, yeah. They were a top 15 team going into Clemson. Yeah, and we're like, you know, that they, they, they could— Should have beat Clemson. They, they could have won here, and then maybe they can they control their own destiny from there. But five straight losses, and, you know, they're the, quote, better teams in the ACC besides Notre Dame because they're obviously not in the conference. They're essentially ACC. But with the win over Boston College, it certainly helps. I had Syracuse before this, but after hearing what all you guys say and— just looking at it, actually, for once, I'm going with Minnesota. Okay. So this is the bowl game we've been waiting for. The Cheez-It Bowl! <laughs> Florida State, number 13 in the country, 9-3 and three going in, going against 6-6 six and six Oklahoma. Who you got? So if this was any other team that was, you know, well, not any other team, but th- there are other teams in the ACC and in the top 25 where I would pick Oklahoma in this one. I just, there's something about this, a six and six. It's an interesting matchup because Oklahoma has not, you know, we were talking about them being a potential playoff team early in the year. They were right up there. uh, Forget if they were four or five after they beat Nebraska. But ever since then, it's been tough, tough end of the year um, or tough second half of the season, but still six and six managed to make a bowl game. So that's, that's good for them, and but Florida State—they've just looked really good. Um, and I don't know—I I would go with Oklahoma, but I just think Florida State is just that much better. Um, and, and I think this will be maybe closer than some people think, but I'll take Florida State. It's been a great year for them. Yeah, I think it'll probably be a close game, um, but I got Florida State because I'm just—I can't trust Oklahoma in this game. Um, they've. They're just not the team that I thought they would be. Again, you know, talking about how you guys highly ranked them early in the year. And I I thought myself, too. I mean, I'm like, Oklahoma is going to be one of the powerhouse teams this year. But 6-6, six and six, a far cry from what we thought they'd be. Give me Florida State. Uh, Yeah, this one's going to—I think this is definitely going to be close. But give me Florida State. I do think they're the better team overall. Defense is much better. I think it will come down to Florida State's defense, and I do trust Florida State will be able to shut them, shut Oklahoma down when it matters. So, yeah, give me the Seminoles. So, yeah, I, I don't even know if this is going to be a close game. You know, uh, who's the head coach of Oklahoma? I know he's the Clemson's D.C., but I'd never get his name. Brad Venables. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. He's supposed to be the, quote, defensive-minded coach, and here he is averaging or yards allowing 450. That is quite a lot, especially for a defensive-minded coach. Uh Florida State, on the other hand, only 307 yards allowed. And Jordan Travis, honestly, if Florida State did not lose those uh, three games, even if they lost like one of them, because I'm pulling out their schedule right now, they lost to Wake Forest, NC State, and Clemson. The Clemson, like they're all pretty close wins. Uh, if they won even like two of them, I think Florida State could even have a conversation for maybe like uh, college football playoffs, but may- who knows? But. Jordan Travis, he's a really good player. Only four t- interceptions on the year. D- Dylan Gabriel, not uh, the player that we thought he was going to be coming in the year. Uh, give me Florida State, and it, I I think Florida State covers easily. The spread is minus seven and a half. I think they win by like seventeen. So okay, next one, the Valero Alamo Bowl, number twenty, eight and four Texas Longhorns, the ten and two twelve ranked Washington Huskies. Who you got? I like Washington in this one. It's been been a good year for them. I wonder, we didn't really talk about it, but few people um, that I've, at least at least on social media, and I think I've heard it on TV too, but Michael Penix, 
has been they've talked should he have been invited to New York I've heard it from a few people he, he had a great year um, transferring uh, now with Kalen DeBoer it's been a great year for them Kalen DeBoer just recently they extended him so I like Washington and what's going to basically be a home game for Texas I think both offenses are going to show up it's going to be a high scoring game I remember I'm I'm from Seattle so I remember when Washington played Baylor and RG3 in the Alamo Bowl it was back in t- like 2011 and Baylor it was 67 to 56 was the final score of that game I don't think it'll be that high scoring but I do think it'll be pretty high scoring but give me the Huskies in this one yeah all signs point to the Huskies um although both teams have been uh, pretty competitive or more so on the Texas side I'm saying that because I mean they do have four losses and that is worth something when you got the Huskies which are 10 and 2 um but I mean it went over Baylor went over Kansas um, close loss to TCU. I, I hate to say it, the Horns might be going up for this one. I think Texas Longhorns, uh, they got it. UW, they're going to get the W at the Alamo Dome. Give me, I, I, I don't think Texas is good enough to beat Michael Penix in that Washington offense. Michael Penix is also coming back for another year too for Washington, so... Yeah, this is going to be a very this is going to be a very good game in my opinion. But I think UW's going to get the W. Give me the Huskies. All right, you know I'm kind of split on this one. So is pretty much of America. This is a split fifty fifty for the people who participate in this. Texas, they they've shown they can win games, but they've also shown that they can lose ugly ones. Like uh, the Oklahoma State one. Looking back on that, that's a bad loss. Now that's a very bad loss. Uh, Quinn Ears did not play very well against TCU. B. John Robinson only had 29 rushing yards on that game. Good job for TCU's defense for shutting him down. But 18-point uh, win over West Virginia, a three-point win over Iowa State. You know, I mean, they can win. But the thing is, they, they're very, they're probably the most inconsistent team in all the country. You just don't know what Longhorn team you're going to get. And Washington, very, very impressive on the year, 520 yards of offense. Just the unfortunate loss to Arizona State probably holds him back for the, that Pac-12 title. Uh, they probably could have won it and if they were in it instead of uh, Utah or even USC. But, oh well, I'm going with Huskies in this one. I believe Horns down in this game. Yeah, Horns a down. <laughs> All right, this is another very uh, fun bowl game. Dukes-Mayo Bowl, Maryland, NC State. Who you got? Yeah, I haven't I haven't been a fan of NC State this entire season. They are still ranked at eight and four, number twenty three. They just got back into the in rankings. the in the country. Yeah, so that was after a a couple losses. I remember though there was a lot of um, a lot of the NC State fans were very upset last year when they couldn't play in the Holiday Bowl because uh, of some COVID thing that was going on with UCLA. They were looking forward to that one, but. You know, it's just a bowl game, but you know, to a lot of to you know a lot of these players, last game in college means a lot, and to have that just taken away from them, uh, definitely understand why they were upset with that. So I think NC State's going to be fired up. Maryland, they're not a bad team. They're seven and five, kind of. You know, you'd expect them to lose to Ohio State and Penn State. Uh, you could argue, say what you will about that loss to Wisconsin as well, but. I just think NC State is the slightly better team in this one. Haven't liked them all year, but I'll take them in this one. Yeah, I don't know if I can trust Maryland. Uh, they can be pretty mediocre at times, but I think they've earned their spot in this game. It's going to be a 
it's gonna be a tough game against NC State, especially with them being ranked and both both competitive teams to their level. I mean, Maryland obviously hasn't been good in, in quite a while. Or I mean, give me a Maryland for this one. I just think it's gonna be. Uh, I like the Big Ten side of it, and that kind of leads me to picking them. Okay, I agree. Give me the Terrapins. I think they're better than NC State. I've never been high on NC State. MJ Morris is not hasn't played bad for NC State lately, but I just feel like NC State should not be ranked. They've been in and out. They've just been ranked all year, basically. Mm-hmm. A bit overrated. I do like Big Ten football. Give me Maryland. Let's say uh, I don't. I keep zoning out. But did anyone mention that NC State's quarterback Dan Leary is now in the transfer portal? No. Nope. Or Devin Leary. Devin, but he's Didn't not playing that. anyways. But uh, he's not playing okay. anyways. Okay, because he's in the transfer portal. So yeah, he's like and, the second best player in the portal right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nebraska's already going after him. And Tua's little brother Taylor, he's quarterback here in Maryland. Tulia. Uh, what? Tulia. Yeah, Tulia. You know, they, they're putting up 406 yards of offense and having about 29 yard points per game. Uh, they've struggled in the past five games, but also they hunt in contention with Ohio State, but that's Ohio State. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get with, with them. I'm going to go with the Terrapins in this one. Okay. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Pitt, UCLA. Who you got? This is another one that I think when you look at these two teams, it's another... Pac-12, uh, Pac-12 team that gets kind of a, I mean, I would say, te- opponent that they are much better than. Uh, I think just like Oregon, UCLA has shown over the course of the season that they're a much better team than Pitt. Nine and three, tough, tough loss to their rivals. Um, few week or just a couple weeks ago, lost to Arizona as well. But overall, it's been a great season for UCLA. Nine, nine and three finish. So I'll take UCLA in this one. Again, going back to agreeing with Charlie, I think UCLA wins it. Pittsburgh, uh, their quarterback's in the transfer portal, so that's going to hurt them. Uh, Pitt is not the team they were last year, so give me the Bruins. All right, I'm going to take UCLA. Um, I think they're just better than Pan- the Pitt Panthers. I've And also, once again, ACC, they're just not that strong, in my opinion. So, yeah, give me uh, UCLA. DTR is going to go off in this one. I have a feeling about it. UCLA, uh, 18th team in the country right now. You know, 507 yards of offense. Uh, he could have been. He also could have probably been in the Heisman candidate as well. If he probably would have been in U- USC or won some big games like the Arizona one. He could have. They should have won that. Or yeah, if they beat Arizona, you know, that's a that would be, help him a lot more. But he's gonna go off in this one. He's gonna be running for at least 100 yards and passing for like 300 more. So. I don't know if I can trust Pitt. I mean, they've had some good wins uh, throughout the year. They beat Syracuse. They, uh, I guess that's probably their biggest win. They hung in with T- with Tennessee. They went in overtime with them, but then a loss to Georgia Tech early in the year. So Pitt's a little inconsistent, so give me the Bruins. Okay, the next one, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, number 21, Notre Dame, number 19, South Carolina. Who you got? South Carolina, they've they've proved people wrong last last two weeks of the regular season against Tennessee and then against Clemson. Uh, I don't know this one. I just think Notre Dame's defense has looked pretty good, and I think that they're going to cause some problems for Spencer Rattler and that South Carolina offense. I think they're 
they're a they're going to be a, a tough challenge for them. I think it'll be a close game. This is another close game. I'm going to go with Notre Dame though in this one. Just in my opinion, they, they've had you know their ups and downs throughout the year, but I think that they'll finish the season strong here with a good win over a good team. I disagree with you there, Charlie. Um, you know I think Notre Dame is always ranked for the wrong reasons. I mean I just don't think they should be ranked number 21. I don't know. They did finish out the year better than I definitely thought they would be. I mean, starting off the year, not too great. Um, with that loss to Ohio State, give me the Gamecocks. I like South Carolina. I'm a South Carolina fan. Um, but, yeah, I just think they're more solid. Spencer Rattler, could he have another good game? Uh, maybe. Who knows? That guy is uh, pretty iffy. But, yeah, give me the Gamecocks. Yeah, this one's really like back and forth in my opinion. I don't know. This is going to be very close. But I, I'm i just a little hesitant with South Carolina. They're losing their offensive coordinator. They lost their offensive coordinator, and that's a big part of their offense. And they're also losing their tight end, who's pretty good. And Spencer Rattler is iffy. So uh, give, me, give me the Catholics. Give me Notre Dame. I just have an ESPN on here. This is South Carolina's first time facing Notre Dame since 1984. And this is Notre Dame's 11th bowl game versus SEC. They split the previous 10. Who knows what Spencer Radler shows up with? Is he going to be the last two guy who's been smoking that cigar lately? Or is he going to be the guy at the very beginning of the year where he was throwing picks and picks left and right? Uh, i say Drew Pine, he's also in the appearance for Polo as well. So who knows what's going to happen with that. But Notre Dame's going to be a little bit more competitive. I don't know how South Carolina's going to go, so I'm going to go with the Fighting Irish. Thank you, Mom. You'll be proud of me for this. <laughs> All right, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. 9-4 and four Ohio, 7-5 and five Wyoming. Who you got? Ohio is the better team than Wyoming, I think. It's pretty clear. Wyoming, you know, they kind of— Mountain West just was not good. They won close games— uh, for just seemed like I couldn't believe that they were seven and three at one point, and then they they could have beat Boise if their uh, their quarterback didn't throw in the triple coverage at the end of the game. But I just think Ohio is the much better team. Since Wyoming is my team, I have to support them. I'm going to pick Wyoming. Uh, do I have good reasoning for that? No, but I think that you know I got to pick them. It's the bowl game. Actually, I've uh, you know I I think it would be fun to go to this game just because. Go down to Arizona. It's the, uh, I guess it's on December thirtieth. So, I think it would be always fun. Uh, I think it would be fun to go down to this one. But I'll go with, with my team here in this one. But Ohio is definitely, definitely going to be a tough team. Looks like eighty two percent of people have picked them in this one. So, go ahead. Alex Charlie, solid reasoning. I can't argue with that, man. I mean, come on now. I mean, being a fan, supporting your team. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, hate, hate on that, but I, I give me some action again. Bobcats are going to maul some Cowboys. They're going to need some help. Uh, Ohio. Okay. Give me Ohio. It's not close. <laughs> I'm going to go with Ohio here as well. You know, they should have been Toledo in their conference championship. Wyoming's not a bad team, but I believe their offense just can't produce. I mean, but Ohio's defense probably could allow that. They have allowed... 437 rushing yards, um, but they just look like the better team overall, so give me Ohio. Okay, we're finally into the big ones. The Capital One Orange Bowl, number six, Tennessee, number seven, Clemson. 
Who you got? I'm going to go with Tennessee in this one, and I know that they don't have Hendon Hooker. And Clemson, are they are they uh, as good as people think? Well, they lost to South Carolina, lost to them by a lot less than uh, Tennessee did the week before. I don't know. Tennessee, though, they yes, they were playing Vanderbilt. Say what you will about that, but that looked like you know they weren't going to you know finish the season on a sour note. They they came out, they looked really good, uh, shut them out. So, and I think some people even picked. Uh, Vanderbilt, I was, I was hearing. So, what are they going to do in the Orange Bowl? Clemson is a much tougher opponent than Vanderbilt, but I'm going to go with the Vols in this one. Just, just unfortunate that we don't get to see Hendon Hooker play one last, one more game. But you know, yeah, I'll go. I'll still go with Tennessee in this one. Yeah, it is unfortunate that we won't see Hendon Hooker play uh, this final game. But, I mean, Clemson all year, I I just thought they were one of the weaker teams that was inside the top ten. And then inside the top four at one point, I I don't like Clemson the way they've played this year, 11-2. and two. Yeah, great. But, I mean, look at the schedule. They lost to Notre Dame and South Carolina, which are two, I think, middle-of-the-road good teams. I mean, I, they're good teams, but they're not, like, they're not in the level of – say obviously Tennessee so I think Tennessee is actually going to handily win this one it probably is going to be an offensive game um but I think Tennessee gets it I think Kay Kublik Kublin I can't say his name he's better than Joe Milton Joe Milton's kind of garbage he just he just puts too much zip on the ball um and obviously Hennon Hooker this would have been much more interesting if Hennon Hooker was playing but I'm going to take Clemson. This hurts me to do it. I hate Clemson. I just I just I just can't I don't see Tennessee winning. It's hard for me to see it because I just feel like Clemson they're trying to prove like the country that they're not bad. Like I don't think they're that good, but like but I just I do think they're going to play with a little more fire. Dabo is going to get the team ready. I do think Hypol is going to get the team their team ready. So this is going to be a very interesting game. I'm very excited for this. Uh, but I'm going to take Clemson. You know, this probably has to be the most orange bowl of them all. You're talking te- Tennessee, orange and white, Clemson, orange and purple. I saw a video that says they should just wear orange uniforms, paint the field orange, but the only separation is just wear different helmet colors. That And honestly, that was kind of funny. But I know you could even wear the orange helmet that Tennessee just wore against South Carolina. You could now. Yeah, murdered so, in. Yeah, if, yeah, that was... But yeah, my thing is, is can Tennessee can J- can Tennessee get Jaden Hyatt going again? I feel like ever since the Georgia game, he's been kind of quiet. It also could be because Hennon Hooker is hurt. Um, but I just haven't heard a lot of him. With DJ now out of the picture for Clemson, it's Gabe's spot to pick up. This is where he can be. Here we go. Come on, let's get things going here. Uh, I want to win, especially you know with my first true. I think this is the first game starting. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, and he's a true freshman, so I feel like he can make a statement here, so I'm going to go with the Tigers of Clemson. Okay, the All-State Sugar Bowl, number five, Alabama, number nine, Big 12 champion, K-State, who you got? I'm going with Alabama in this one. I think Kansas State's a great team. I think Alabama's going to end up winning this one by double digits. I just think they're a better team, and I think Saban will have that team ready to go. Even though, you know, we, we saw we saw Saban that last weekend kind of trying to get, you know, telling the country 
why Alabama should be in. Oh, sad. I think a lot of people, you know, had had things to say about that. But yeah, Kansas State coming off a Big Twelve championship win, just not really sure uh, if they can if they can show up and play at a. They're going to have to play at a very high level, I think, to beat Alabama once again. So I'll, I'll take the tide in this one. Yeah, I've never seen Nick Saban uh, trying to advocate for his team that much like that, which is really odd. So, I mean, um, I think K-State, while they are a good team, it's not going to be enough for Alabama. You're not going to be able to hear those cats scream because uh, the roll tide's going to drown them. So give me Alabama. The elephant's going to stomp on them. Yep. All right. I think Adrian Martinez is probably going to play in this game. This is going to be his last college football game in his career. Um, and for that being said, Bama's going to blow him out. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I just Kansas State. They beat TCU. That's a good win. But TCU is not. I just. I do think Alabama could beat TCU. And K State's not on Alabama level. This is a big game. Bama's going to win by double digits. Yeah, I mean, this is Alabama we're talking to. That's they're not just like some team you push aside. Like, no, this is the Crimson Tide that they win championships, they win the games that matters. Now this year's not. I don't even want to say it's different. I feel like it's just more of luck because Tennessee. I, you could make the case that they got that Tennessee got bailed out. You know, with LSU, Brian Kelly had had the biggest balls in all the college football at that time. Uh, but Kansas State, they're a good team. Uh, feel like they just had some unfortunate losses here obviously the two lane loss really hurts them the Texas loss hurts them as well and then also them uh losing a lead at TCU but then they got they got the red dean back but Alabama's losing players like crazy in that transfer portal but as long as Bryce Young's under center he will deliver so give me the crimson tide of Alabama okay next one the trans perfect music city bowl seven to five Iowa seven to five Kentucky who you got I just don't believe that Iowa's offense is going to show up. They haven't all year. Um, I'll go with Kentucky in this one. I think these two teams played in a bowl game, it seems like. Last year. It was the same last last year. I don't think it was the same bowl. I think it was the Citrus Bowl. It was the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, they just played Kentucky one. Uh, or did they win? Who yep, won? they did win. They won Wandale Robinson carry Kentucky that game. Yep, he okay. did. Yeah, I'll take Kentucky again. I don't think I. I mean, Iowa. I think is much worse team this year than last year. So easily Kentucky. Um, I gotta go with Kentucky too. Although there were some thoughts in my head making me pick Iowa, but after that Nebraska game, I mean, where their defense just did not show up. I don't know. It's gonna be different. Kirk Ferentz, he always rallies that Iowa team back, and so they're gonna be more competitive. But granted, who does Iowa have a quarterback? Padilla? Nope. No, he's no, in he's, I know. That's why, that's why I'm bringing that up. Third he's, string. Third string. Um, and the, the wide receiver in the transfer portal? Two. Ar- yep. Arlen Bruce. So they practically don't have an offense. Um, I got to go with Kentucky on this one. I think that they'll ha- they have a more complete team than Iowa. Although I thought I saw Kentucky have some player enter the transfer portal. That was pretty big, but I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I got to go yeah, with Kentucky. I don't remember either. Uh, give me the Wildcats. They're gonna feast on the Hawkeyes. Yeah, I mean, like Blake said, who's gonna be a quarterback for Iowa? And uh, say with being at that Nebraska game, honestly, I don't know what went wrong for Iowa. It could be because they're bad offense. It honestly could be because what uh their best defensive player, one of their best defensive players, got hurt. I don't even want to talk about it. But it's gonna be just like a rematch, like last year. I feel like Iowa could actually take a lead in this point or take a lead at some point in the game. 
and then Kentucky's going to come back and take it right out of their hands. So give me the Wildcats over the Hawkeyes. Okay. We're now in the college football playoff. Should college, we you, you No, we can this? just no, okay. we can get it. College football playoff semifinal at the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. Number three, TCU. Number two, Michigan. Who you got? So, TCU, there was some question on if they would potentially drop after that loss. I don't know. Uh, I, you know, they kept them at three. I think this is a very tough tough matchup for TCU. Michigan just... Uh, they've they've shown this year that last year I think a lot of a lot of the season for them was about beating Ohio State. It was just that's all they really it seemed like that was the main goal beat Ohio State and then you could already tell like Jim Harbaugh after that loss to Georgia in the semifinal he was just you know he was still upbeat which is rare to see from Jim Harbaugh but they you know I I, I think people did think they would they could beat Georgia some people did uh, I think I picked him in that but. Yeah, I just think this year, the difference between last year and this year is this year they're going for a national championship. That, that's what they want to do. They beat Ohio State in Columbus, something that they haven't done in like 20 years. And now they get a TCU team that I just think they're a better team than, more mature team, uh, both sides of the line of scrimmage. I just think they're uh, I think they're just more physical team, and I don't think that this game's going to be that close. I'm going to take Michigan to advance to the national championship. Uh and yeah, just I think they're the better team overall, and they're they're going for the going for it all this year. You know, I agree with that sentiment. The reason, like them going for Ohio State last year, and them versus going to going to challenge, like want to win that national championship, which I think they will. I'm going to go with my pick here, Michigan, but I'm going to get a little more in depth with it. I think it's going to be one of those games where if TCU gets behind, it's not going to be like earlier in the season where they can get back in the game. Michigan, they're just so good in the second half to where in the fourth quarter you might see a little bit of a charge out of TCU, but it won't matter because Michigan, they're just going to be all over it. I think Michigan is way more solid, although I hope TCU somehow has a chance in that game. I think it will be close at at least some point in the game, but I think Michigan, by the end of the game, is going to be leaps and bounds ahead of TCU. Michigan's going to win this game. I. I I do like to I do like to kept TC in the playoff. They are deserving of a playoff spot. They've played good all year. They fought in every single game they've played in. And a lot of those games they were down and they fought back. And they fought back against K State. And I'll give it to I'll give it to Max Duggan, man. He played his heart out. It's really unfortunate that they lost and it's it's really unfortunate they're gonna have to run into who I think should be in some ways, are the better, te- the best team in the country, Michigan, and Michigan. They just want to go to the national championship. So give me the Wolverines, not by huge amounts, but I do think it's going to be more than ten. Say so TCU cannot play catch up in this one. I, I feel like that's how they've won most of the games was uh, playing catch up. You know, let's try and come back and come back from behind. They almost did that to K State in the. Big, Big 12 championship, they've done that to almost every other team this year. But Michigan, if you if you get behind, they're letting you stay behind. Not, I don't think a single team is pretty much caught up with them. That's why they're undefeated at 13-0. Like, they outscored Ohio State. They only allowed Ohio State to score three points in that whole second half. And that's Ohio State was known for one, having one of the best offices in the whole country. Max Duggan, on the other hand, he's... I f- he can't do it alone. He's got to have his weapons on the outside. Quinton Johnson, I don't know, feel like he's still playing. I 
believe I think he was hurt at some point in the Big 12 he, championship, wasn't he? He did get injured, but I think he still played. Okay. So you you just can't get behind this Michigan team. Illinois is so far Michigan's best competition, but they found a way to win. JJ McCarthy, he's legit. You know, he's going to be pretty good in these next few years, and he's he's the reason why uh, they're going to go on to the national championships. Give me the Wolverines to attack that Horn Frogs. Okay. College football semifinal at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Number one, Georgia. Number four, Ohio State. Who you got? Ohio State is now a lot of a lot of people, after they lost to Michigan, said they're done. They're not a good team. All this, and now... Here they are, number four, USC lost. Ohio State's right back in in the playoff. Now going to play Georgia. It's not going to be easy, I think. We're going to have to see what Ohio State uh, what Ohio State does. Is, you know, is C.J. Stroud and that offense going to show up? And just how is you know going up against that Georgia defense? I'm, I'm really interested to see how that matchup is going to go. I just think Georgia overall is a much better team than Ohio State. You can't count out Ohio State, though, because I remember just a few years ago, well, actually twice, just a few years ago, um, they had only played six games, I want to say. It was 2020. Some, yeah, 2020. And against Clemson, they were constantly told, Ohio State's not you know, not a top-14. Dabo Sweeney had him at number 11 in his rankings, I remember. And Ohio State blew out Clemson in the Sugar Bowl. Justin Fields threw six touchdowns after... I don't know what happened to his ribs, but he took a shot in the second quarter. But they, you know, they played angry in that game, and it wouldn't surprise me if the uh, same thing happened here. Also happened back in 2015 or 2014, 2015 when they played Alabama. They uh, they had just beat Wisconsin by 50 in the Big Ten championship, but nobody was really putting respect on Cardell Jones's name. It seemed like, and everyone was like Alabama is going to win this game. And then Ezekiel Elliott comes and runs for 400 yards on him. So it's just like, you know, when when they're in this spot at the number four, there's something uh, something about it that says, you know, maybe Ohio State's going to find a way, but I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to say Georgia. They're just, this year, I think they've shown that they're the best team in college football all year. Uh, very good team. I don't think they're as good as last year, but I just don't think the teams at the top are as good as last year either. So... I'm going to take Georgia to advance and face Michigan in the national championship. I like that swerve because I agree with that swerve. Um, I think Ryan Day will not be able to close this one out. Now, will Ohio State be more compelled in this game after the loss, the loss they just suffered? Heck yes, they will. They'll, they'll, they'll want to compete and they want to fight. But I think it's going to almost look like uh, last year's Michigan and Georgia game. I don't think it'll be that competitive. I think Georgia will win it. Okay, so I think this game is going to be very interesting. Like you said, Charlie, Ohio State at the four spot is is weird. Like it's like a weird thing they do. I like Ohio State, and I'm gonna take them in this one very close. I I I just feel like I I've just never been. I just feel like Georgia's not as good as they were last year. They've showed they've struggled. They're beatable, in my opinion. They've struggled in a lot. They've struggled in games like the Missouri game or the Kent State game, but it's also really hard to look at it too because they just they outright demolished Tennessee. Maybe the score doesn't say that, but stats-wise it did. And they took care of LSU. They won by 20, but they did allow 30 points. But I just feel like Ohio State's going to come in, play angry. They're going to want to they want they're going to want to revenge that loss to Michigan 
So I got Ohio State, Michigan in the national championship. Say, I, I get to brag about this one. I will be in this game. So it's going to be. playing? No. Anthony's <laughs> on the field. He's hey, a walk on court. Hey, He's starting for Ohio State. I, I will gladly start for Ohio State. But no, I'll be. You'll be in the arena. I'll be at this game sitting, or not even sitting. I'll be standing possibly the whole time. Uh, me and my family, we're going to go with the Buckeyes. But let me make this pick as a podcast person here. My So you talked about the Ohio State offense versus Georgia defense. I want to talk about the Georgia offense versus Ohio State defense. The big thing of how they lost to Ohio State was Jim Knowles played man on those corners, on, on the, those receivers the whole game long, and not made a single adjustment. That's why Michigan attacked that run in the second half. Was because, And then they knew if they can get them folks on the run, they will stack the box. And here's like Donovan Edwards or uh, Wilson, whatever his first name is. You know, they'll burn him, and then they get, like, a 60-yard touchdown or whatever. Jim Knowles has to do a better job of containing this Georgia defense, especially Brock Bowers, who's a wide receiver, because he's just because he's got a big body does not mean he's a tight end. But they have to contain him. They have to contain Stenson Bennett. There's a reason why he's a Heisman finalist. Now, on the other hand, how can C.J. Stroud bounce back? He had those two bad picks against Michigan. He is also a Heisman candidate for a reason. This has got to be the game where he shows up. Ohio State's not a bad team. They just had one bad loss. That doesn't make them a bad team. It will be pretty close. Uh, in my mind, this is the better semifinal game. But I believe Georgia, also because it will be in Atlanta, they will have a lot of Georgia fans there too. So I'm going to go with the Bulldogs. Yeah, just one more thing quickly. You, uh, Blake earlier mentioned how you say this game could remind you or be similar to the Michigan, Michigan-Georgia semifinal last year. And originally I didn't really, uh, wasn't really connecting that. But now that you say that, Ohio State's secondary looked awful against Michigan. Yeah, well, they didn't play yeah. any safeties deep. No. It was all stacked the box and man on the Well, it was just, man. and it's not going to, I mean, either way, whatever you're playing, you can't, you know, Stetson Bennett and that Georgia offense, they were being doubted a little bit, I think, going into the playoff last year. And against yep. Michigan, we saw what happened against that defense. And if they're playing, if this Ohio State secondary and or the entire defense doesn't show up, it's going to be a long night. So, yeah, we, that, that's an interesting connection. I think that Georgia just, yeah, I mean, Ohio State's defense needs to play a lot better. Which is why I brought that up, because I, there are some factors um, like that that just made me think, like, oh, they could shut them down and this could just stop them. Because if they grind to a halt, I don't think they'll – start sputtering again, I think that they'll just stop. And that's going to be the main thing with Georgia's defense. And then Ohio State secondary, I, I don't think that they'll be competitive. Uh, the Relia Quest Bowl, formerly known as the Outback Bowl, number 22 Mississippi State, Illinois. I'll go with Illinois in this one. Uh, I think they've, they've shown that they're a much, much better season than what we've seen in the past. Mississippi State's a good team, but give me Illinois. Blake. Sorry. Um... Uh, I think Bert, good old Bert, uh, Brett Bielema is going to get uh, the fight in the line. He's going to take the Bulldogs out back and uh, beat them up. Um, give me the fight in the line. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Uh, give me Illinois. All Big Ten. Uh, I'm going to go on the disagreement on this one. Mississippi State's a good team. Give me that air raid offense with one of the best quarterbacks stat-wise of Will Rogers having thrown for almost 5,000 yards on the year. Oh, my. All right, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, number 16, Tulane, number 10, USC. Mm. Mm. I'll go with USC. I think 
some people I've heard have picked Tulane in this one. USC, are they going to be motivated in this one? We'll see. Uh, clo- close, but didn't make the playoff. I still I don't think Tulane is as good of a group of five team as we've seen in the past. That team you might pick like an undefeated UCF, an undefeated Western Michigan, who I guess lost, but they've obviously uh, last year number four Cincinnati, and then yeah Cincinnati who made the playoff. But I I just don't think Tulane is that good. But USC I just think is that much better. So even if they're not fully motivated, I still think they'll win the game. Yeah, I'm picking USC too, but I think they'll sputter a little bit in this game. I think it'll be closer than you might think with uh, USC's offense. I think uh, the defense for USC is definitely going to show again, but I don't think Tulane's offense will overcome that. Um, but I think the real difference here is if, you, if USC's offense is is as good as they were previously. Caleb Williams obviously was injured at the end of that game. Um, so, yeah, give me USC. Uh, give me USC. I mean— like Charlie's saying, Tulane hasn't been that impressive like for a group of five, but they're still a good football team, but I do think USC's better, so give me USC. USC is way better, 100%. Caleb Williams, he's going to have a revenge game, and he's going to go off. Give me the Trojans. Okay. They're going to ride that green wave. All right. There's the second Cheez-It uh, bowl, I guess. The Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Number seven, whoops, number 17, LSU, Purdue, who we got? So is Jaden, we don't know if Jaden Daniels is playing or not yet, I don't, I don't think. Um, and then, yeah, Purdue, I don't know. They they won the Big Ten West. We've talked a lot about that. I don't think Purdue's a great team. I think this is kind of similar to the last one. Is LSU going to show up and be motivated? They, they, yep, they, they that's what I'm thinking. They kind of had a di- difficult end. And again, I just don't know. You know, this is a Brian Kelly coach team, so I, I really don't know. Are they going to show up? I think they, they'll they'll do just enough to beat a team that they're just that much better than, similar to the last game. So, yeah. Yeah, LSU. Yep, sorry. Uh, Purdue, I don't know. I just, again, the entire West division was in a mess this year. I think the Big Ten overall was, besides Penn State, um, Ohio State, and Michigan, the rest of the conference was wishy-washy and normally I'm high on that Big Ten bandwagon you know rooting for the return but it, I don't know I just can't trust Purdue in this game I think their offense will stop just like that Iowa game because I think LSU's defense might be able to show up but again what what Brian Kelly team will we see here you know that I think that's the main conversation um so give me the Tigers I think the Tigers are going to boil some oil um and they're going to boil the boilermakers uh, this is tough. I, I currently have Purdue. I'm trying to think. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take LSU. Um, I I, I had Purdue originally because I did. I felt like Purdue played all right against Michigan. Like they were in the game for a good portion of it. They just sh- got shut down in the second half simply. But like, Purdue's not a bad team. Their defense is questionable. The offense is. Good. I mean, Charlie Jones is one of the best wide receivers in the Big Ten. I do think Trey Palmer, Trey Palmer is better, but that's also a bias. But uh, just give me LSU. I th- I do think they're better, but you do make a point with like the Bryant, what Brian Kelly team we're gonna have. So are we gonna have the Alabama one, or are we gonna have like uh, the I don't know what was a bad loss they had Tennessee. So so yeah, who knows. But A&M, and, and, yeah. That was the yeah. and 
Chip, uh, Brian Kelly is not normally known for his bowl games. I mean, two two foot college football playoff appearances in Notre Dame, he's got blown out in both of them. But Purdue, they're they're a mystery team, so to say. They can win games. They like what you say. They hung in with Michigan in the Big Ten championship. Uh, they're they're always known for upsets. I believe before the Big Ten championship. Uh, their former head coach was undefeated against top oh, yeah, three teams that. in the country. Uh, lost to Penn State only by four. They they had an ugly loss to Syracuse, but they beat Minnesota when they were ranked. They beat Illinois when they were ranked. Uh, but they just haven't played true competition like LSU has. But do not be surprised if Purdue wins or hangs in with the game, but I'm going with LSU in this one. Just don't be surprised if the Boilermakers make it a, a close one. Yep, I agree with that. Okay, we're almost there. Two more. Two more. The Rose Bowl. This one's very interesting. Number 11, Penn State. Number 8, Utah. Who you got? So this is the bowl game that I always look forward to the most. Uh, Sucks that we unfortunately didn't see the college football playoff here uh, just a few years ago because they had to move it to Jerry World. It was still the Rose Bowl, but not really. And I think these are two really good teams. I, I think both these two teams are good. Utah... As as we've said, very physical, uh, very physical team. That I you know really just kind of pushed USC around, couldn't tackle them. Penn State, on the other hand, they've lost two games to Ohio State and Michigan, and they really didn't put up a fight in either one. But I still think that they're they're going to show up. And I I remember a really one of the best Rose Bowl games recently when USC played Penn State there just a few years ago, and Penn State lost that game, and they were in a good spot. They came back, I think, late. And that one, and it was forty-eight, forty-five final score. It was a, it was a very gut-wrenching loss. You could tell for that team uh, that you know traveled. It was basically an away game playing there against USC, and that was when USC had Sam Darnold. It was a both teams really wanted to win that game, and it's you know that's always the case with the Rose Bowl. I'm gonna go with Penn State in this one. I think Utah. You could say that they're the better team if you've seen it, but I think Penn State's gonna be motivated in this one. They're gonna show up, and I think they'll win. And once again, it's always a good game. Rose Bowl is always great, but I'll go with Penn State. I'm really excited for this game. I think Penn State is looking for that statement win on the season because, again, they've been fantastic outside of losing the two major games they've played this season, which is Michigan and Penn, uh, Michigan and Ohio State. But you can't fault them necessarily for that because, again, those teams are both in the college football playoffs right now. Utah, very compelling right now. I mean, just beat Utah twice. Well, beat Utah again for a second time. Um, sorry, beat USC for a second time. Um, but Penn State, I think that they will show up for this game, and I think this will be their statement win in the season, proving uh, their worth. Okay. I just remember last year, that Rose Bowl was incredible last year. Back and forth, back and forth with Ohio State. Cam Rising had an incredible game. Jackson Smith, Nick Jigba had a really good game for Ohio State. It is a very, very fun game. This is going to be another one of those, I think. Not that, like, in high scoring, but it's going to be a very, very good game. Both teams are very good. I'm going to take Penn State. Is well. I'm going to take Penn State. Big Ten all the way. I, I'm a big fan. Penn State, two losses against the two best teams in the Big Ten, both in the playoff. You guys said that have said that already. And you've got them both in the national championship. Yeah, too, so, so. <laughs> uh, Sean Clifford's going to be his final college football game. In his six, he's a six-year senior. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Penn State. 
Yeah. Close. Well, that's sorry. Go ahead. Okay, you're right. So the thing is for me is can Penn State get Nicholas Singleton get going? He is one of the best freshmen in the country. He won fresh five star. He won freshman of the year in the Big Ten. Uh, you know he he's looking really good. Can Sean Clifford be that big gritty co- uh, quarterback that we Never know mind, he that's is? A wide receiver. Never mind. Um, but can get Cam Rising? control the ball, and can he get it to his favorite receiver of Dalton Kincaid uh, or Kanata, whatever you say his name is. Uh, but, you know, their defense held USC pretty good. Their offense is really explosive. Penn State, they're a pretty good team. Their only losses have been to Michigan and Ohio State, who are now in the playoffs. But my thing is, can you trust James Franklin in the big games when it really matters? There's, I don't remember the stat line for sure, but he's he has a losing records to nationally ranked teams. So it's like he wins the small games for you, but can he win the big ones? Some of those were at Vanderbilt, though. Got to remember that. He was a coach. No, this was at Penn State. Oh, at Penn State? Okay. Yeah. I thought it was his entire career. No, this was at Penn State. So I don't know. I, w- I have Penn State as of now, but my gut is telling me to go to Utah, and I'm. It's where do you go? Do you go to your gut to your head? It'd be a clean sweep if you took Penn State. I know. That would be. That'd but also, if Penn State loses and I go with them, I get no point versus I could have gone with Utah. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with Utah on this one. I think redeeming themselves for not winning it last year can help them win it this year. Yeah, and just one more thing. I just realized Utah was just in the game last year, and that, was, like you just said, Dylan, it was a you know great game with Ohio State. So it was the game of the year. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that loss for Utah still compares to I don't know what it was that USC Penn State game was crazy I, I remember watching that I think Saquon was uh going you know he was having a big game so there's been some good Rose Bowls when Georgia and Oklahoma played that was dude that was a playoff Sonny Michelle broke free and there's just so many you know iconic moments you remember Jameis Winston falling backward and losing the ball and the refs falling down why is the, the granddad Christian McCaffrey Oregon, destroying Oregon, Iowa State game yeah there's just it's, it's always it's the granddaddy always of the delivers the Rose Bowl it's the, it's the most iconic bowl game it is I love it I love it so much all right the final game of the 43 we've picked <laughs> or we're picking the college football playoff national championship in Inglewood, California at SoFi Stadium. Who you got? So I have Georgia playing Michigan in this one. I think Georgia, they just won the national championship last year. And that definitely does not... Yes, this team really wants to win. I think when you look, though, both these teams coming in, I think Michigan is going to want it more. I mean, Georgia just won it last year. And maybe, you know, that's just assuming, but I think Michigan, this team has shown that they're determined... Uh, this year that you know national championship that's been the goal from the very start I think Georgia is the better team than Michigan so that makes it really interesting I think that would make this game very close looks like 81 percent of fans have Georgia or Ohio State or whoever they have advancing but if these two teams were to play I don't know and you know there's no home field advantage or anything in this thank gosh you know yeah they're could go either way i mean both fans are probably gonna you know both fans will show up uh so yeah i i don't know i think georgia has shown that they're the better team i i picked georgia and i was thinking i would pick them just in the rankings i'm gonna i'm gonna go with georgia i think just what what i've seen is that they're they're the best team again this year michigan i don't know they're 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 gonna be fired up and ready no doubt but I'll go with Georgia, and I don't know. Are we doing score predictions in this one too? It says how many points will be scored. 
uh, uh, like a tiebreaker. Just do a score prediction. Score prediction. Just okay. Screw it. Uh, I'll, I'll say this one a little bit more high scoring. I guess I've, I guess Georgia did get a pick six late in that one, and so I would say end up being closer. I'll say thirty five to thirty one Georgia. Um, I think it'll be Georgia and Michigan uh, based on my picks before. I think Georgia will win it. Um, it's definitely going to be a lot closer, but I think defense is going to go out the window. I think it's going to be probably low scoring in the beginning, but it's just one of those games where it gets on. It gets on. The offenses are just going to keep rolling, keep rolling, and keep rolling. And then the bubble is going to burst, and then they just keep scoring, keep scoring. It's kind of like last year, yep. kind of low scoring yep. at first, and then it picked up. Yep, and I think it'll be the same again. I think total points will be 65. I was looking at, at all the college football playoff uh, national championship games and they've all been really high scoring so i think 65 points is a is is pretty uh, respectable um but i think georgia's gonna get it and i think they'll go back to back i just they're just so strong um and those sec teams i mean when they get on a roll i just feel like they're hard to stop and i feel like that could be georgia right now all right mine is the only one that's not georgia i have ohio state michigan rematch of the game Hard to beat a team twice. It is. But I'm going to have Michigan beating them twice. Um, I like Michigan more than Ohio State. This one's going to be very interesting. If this happens, The world. this was the most viewed game in Fox history earlier this year. It was 7 million people tuned in to watch that game. Nuts. With the World Cup was going on, yeah. too. At the same time. Yeah. So it, it's nuts how many people watch this game. It's the most viewed game in college football history. It's going to be highly viewed. It's going to be very close. I'm taking Michigan 38-35. You know, I was I was kind of wondering what the committee would would do after TCU loss. It's like do you slide cuz what would be really interesting is if they had TCU slide a 4 and they had Ohio State jump up where you had Michigan Ohio State in the semifinals. Yeah, the, the, that the committee doesn't like rematches and the that, but that semi- would, I yeah just, they don't. I just would have thought that would bring a lot of money and a lot of views for that, but uh, they did a smarter decision by putting TCU at three. But my championships: Georgia, Ohio, or Georgia, Michigan, and this is the rematch of last year's semifinal. Georgia bullied that Michigan team, and Jim Harbaugh is going. He's going to push his players a lot that week. I. And JJ McCarthy, you know, I hope I'm hoping Blake Corm comes back for that. Uh, Donovan Edwards, he's been playing very well in that in that spot for him. Uh, Ronnie Bell is both both these offenses are really stacked. I just want to know which defense comes out more um, aggressive. Is it the Georgia defense that we're known for this whole year, or is it the Michigan shutout second half team? You just never gonna know. Um, but it's gonna be kind of like a roller coaster a little bit. It's gonna go. It's gonna start slow. It's gonna go fast and slow down. But then once that fourth quarter happens, you're going downhill from there. I'm going Michigan to be my national champion, thirty-five to twenty-seven. Okay, so that was a long list. So that's two, two for Georgia, two for Michigan. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, very long list. We made it. I'm gonna hand it over back to Anthony. Closes out. All right, I'm going to try not to take too much of your time because I feel like Rudy did. So uh, if you wanted to uh, join our lead, our group here, we have a group here on the ESPN Capital One Bowl Mania. If you want to join, just simply follow us on Instagram, uh, the last take pod, all lowercase, or you can follow us on Twitter, the last take, uh, or at the last take 22. 
there you can DM us and or there's also links available for you to join in if you want to. There will be a prize for whoever wins. Right now we have 20 people. Enjoy, just invite your friends, invite them to play. Maybe they can win a prize or maybe even some cash. Who knows? What's, what's the prize? Cannot give it away yet. That's why you have to enter and Secret. find out. So, AKA we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in all uh, year long. I feel like we're, we're all ex- exhausted, kind of ready for Christmas break to come and get a long break in. So... Uh, we're, we are going to cover college basketball. As of right now, the men's team are losing to Indiana 26-39, which isn't bad. They're, Indiana's the top 10 team in the country. So. Top 15. They're 14th. Oh, I thought they were 7. All right, so signing off for Charlie, Blake, Dylan, and Anthony. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in, and we'll catch you on to the next one. Go Big Red!